Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, what's up, Candy King? Candy, I am the king of candy. I have made so many fruity beers this week. Um, how you doing, John Hall? I'm, you know, you I'm, didn't say I'm, who you were. Well, you just said it for me, so it's uh, that makes me feel better sometimes. I'm, uh, I'm looking out for you, buddy. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Life yeah. is uh, life is okay. You live through the Eric Ruda episode. Sure. Good job. Was, you know, I like hearing uh, what he's doing up there. He's doing fun stuff. All right. Uh, so let's move on to this episode as I move on to beer three. Um, which Can't is, you we'll hear the excitement that I have about today's episode? You, I feel so like, I, I feel I feel like, like I, you would usually be more giddy. You yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my head in the game. But but good Lord, it, it's this is one of those. This, this, episodes, this is Christmas. Every time we bring on a writer, you don't let me talk. And every time we bring on a writer you like. I like not talking because I just listen to them make fun of you. So why don't I just introduce Lou, Lou and then I'll just oh. shut up and listen to Lou make fun of you. Um, hey, Lou I, Bryson. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. How you doing, pal? Pretty good. So, Lou, Lou, how do you identify these days? When I met you, you were the king of, of session beer advocacy and a beer writer. And as far as I know, you've officially moved to whiskey aficionado. How do you identify official. these days? Yeah, you know, you just don't read the websites that uh, that Bryson writes about. For, yeah, I for write beer. for a bunch of really tiny, un- unessential websites. Um, uh oh, <laughs> coming on. I yeah, but they, but, on. But, th- but they pay you, so it's fine. They do pay me. Is that's it, not inconsequential. That's right. Is um, Lou the first? Is Lou the first contract writer for your new endeavor here, Mr. John? Oh God! Oh God! No, we can't <laughs> afford Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> you out of your mind? Are you kidding? The I first mean, time he came to, he's like, "How much are you going to pay us to to, to write for us? What, to write for us? What's our fee?" So you, so what you were talking fee? to Andy. So you were talking to Andy. Yeah, yeah right. I, I that. <laughs> that really does sound like a crouch move. <laughs> These fuckers want an all about beer byline. They're going to write us checks. They're going to pay so for you, it. So you know, like, you know like, how Andy, that's called that's called sponsored content. <laughs> I thought you know we weren't going to do that. You know how everybody else offers you exposure? We're going to offer you a bill. I remember, uh, I remember Jerry Bailey at, at Old Dominion. Uh, we were talking about the, uh, the exposure thing one time. He's like, you know what? I'm a hiker. To me, exposure means naked, wet, cold, and shivering. <laughs> I mean, okay not, not, not unlike being a freelance writer sometimes exactly yeah, yeah. that's, that's not always the naked part but you yeah, can get there but, but sometimes yeah you know sometimes rent is due ankle deep in lychee water um, <laughs> anyway how are you lou what's going on buddy Tell us, tell us where you've been. When's the last time Lou was on the show, Kennedy? And if you're not ready for this, I'm not ready for it, but it's been a while. Wow. It's yeah. Been it's a minute, like, right? like several years before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Well, welcome yeah. back, man. We miss you. you. So tell us, what are you up to? So obviously you're still writing about beer. And I know that to be true because I just read a couple pieces by you that you shared on your Facebook page. We're, we're yeah. pretty active Facebook friends, you and I. Yes. What have you been up to? Tell the guys where you've been. Um, I haven't been much. Uh, I've actually been traveling very little, uh, which is, I mean, I used to be traveling all the time, but I was in Louisville in December for uh, American Craft Spirits Association conference and got sicker than hell, not COVID, just really freaking sick. 
So I decided I wasn't going to travel for a while. And then uh, my daughter actually got a business trip to Chicago in May. And we decided to go to that. I drove her out while well, she drove with, she did some of the driving, but we drove to Chicago just because neither of us really wanted to get on a damn airplane, especially I've moved to state college in the middle of Pennsylvania. I haven't used the airport yet. I'm not excited about it. Yeah, um, State college so- has an airport. It's yes. actually, a, from what I hear, it's actually a pretty decent small regional airport, but okay. I'll test that when I have you to. Know what's, you know what's <laughs> funny about State College? I'll give you a little a little insight on your new hometown. <laughs> very, very big for the glider plane population. You guys yeah. have one of the best ridges in North America. We have a lot of ridges. I have not seen any gliders. I couldn't have, because I... Big I'm fucking to, thing in State College, Pennsylvania. I'm used to the gliders, gliders up, in, up in Elmira. We, we, yep. my, my wife has family uh, or did have family near Elmira, and I would be watching gliders. Gliders have always fascinated me. I, I've, actually, to be honest, aviation has always been a, uh, an interest of mine. I'm just I'm kind of nuts about aircraft. And, man, gliders always seem to be the coolest thing because it's like the closest thing to being a, actually being a bird. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd go up there, you know, I'd just pull off to the side of the road if I saw a glider and, and watch him. I have never seen a glider around here. Well, keep your eye out. They do, I will. They do a lot of it. And there's a way. So I believe it's been a long time since I've been involved in gliders, uh, 20 couple years. Mm-hmm. But the two times I've been in a glider plane, believe it or not, were in Elmira and at State College. Oh, OK. And and you can. I think the longest recorded glider flight starts in state college and that ridge i guess it's they come together somewhere but you can follow it i guess all the way down to florida or something it's yeah, i'm hazy Georgia. on the details because yeah. it's been so long but yeah, yeah I mean, you're so essentially you're running along the appalachian trail yeah yeah, yeah. but whatever that ridge. so john since you're left out of this conversation sorry there's some <laughs> updraft that makes glider planes work you can't just like tow them over the ocean and they keep flying you need some kind of thing on the ground pushing wind up to make them really travel far and that's that's what we're talking about is that appalachian trail ridge is good for it i, yeah, I, I picked I, that I mean, up I, from the conversation thank I you definitely good, see, good. We, we've got um uh there's a a colony of well i I, th- I assume they're they're buzzards they might be vultures i don't know i'm not that i'm not an ornithologist um <laughs> but there's a lot of those you know those high gliding soaring birds they're around here all the time Yep. And they just seem to be catching the uh, catching the thermals and rising and hanging up there. So I, you would think it is. A, I, it must be a good good place for gliders. But I, we've, I, we've wandered here. I and I apologize. For I, that. Need to, I need to. I need to, to, to get on to, to the social medias. But I'm pretty sure that Ray Daniels at Cicerone is doing glider planes these days. Seriously, is he really? Or, or it's it's either gliders or it's gyroplanes oh those are two it's like a very gyro- different things I, I that's why i'm saying it's one or the other because i'm i'm absolutely insane about those and you never you never ever see them um i, I we lived, think when we lived down in, in bucks county there was a um there were there was a an air show that ran every year at the uh old willow grove naval air station and there was this guy down in northeast philly who owned an auto gyro, which you that's never, it. never see. Yep. That's what Ray is doing, which totally wow. tracks with Ray Daniels. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is and there that, an easy way? No, nope. no. <laughs> not doing that. It's the Ray Daniels way. Yeah. I love it. That's uh, yeah. Uh, he's on his social media. So uh, uh, cranking the planes up and like turning the propellers, getting them ready to go. Wow. Contact. Yeah. He's doing the thing. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, so, I, so, I so, so Lou is in like Chicago. That. Okay. Right. Well, we'll let's finish the Chicago story. Yeah. So we go out there for. I think we drove out on. We got there Tuesday night, and we came back on. We left uh, around dinner time on Thursday, and drove to um, outside of Elkhart, Indiana. Stayed there, and then just drove home the next day. And two days later, we both had COVID. So I have not been traveling a lot because it just doesn't seem to be working it well. Keeps for biting me. You on the ass. Well, in <laughs> fairness, once, though, fool me in, once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> twice. In fairness, <laughs> you getting COVID from Elkhart, Indiana, because let's just be honest. Of oh, where you, no, where it you was, caught it. It was definitely Chicago. She caught it at the uh, at the conference. Don't 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 besmirch Chicago. It's definitely Elkhart, Indiana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chicago can do no wrong. Um, but because you caught COVID. 
in Elkhart, Indiana, it meant that we were able to hang out in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's true. That is very true. Just mere weeks ago. Yep. And yeah, I I had the very special <laughs> opportunity to drink to in my pockets. Lou Bryson's pocket whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. You guys get a saber? Thieves care no, about whiskey no, culture. No. Thieves care about whiskey culture. What whiskey are you keeping in your pocket these days? There. Well, the hang on a second. Before we talk about the whiskeys in his pocket, because there, there's a whole selection process, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I just need to set the scene that Lou Bryson is an unapologetic cargo shorts connoisseur. Oh, for sure. All right. What's your the favorite man- brand right now? Prana? <laughs> No, I just buy the uh, whatever cheap crap they have on Amazon. Nice. nice. I mean, it's Check not like product. you're going for style anyway, right? No, no. The me, man it's all buys cargo shorts in bulk. Yep. My me me, it's about comfort. I if I don't have to wear a belt, that's a good pair of shorts. Yeah, I don't. You, I don't know how well you remember my body type. Belts are pretty <laughs> much essential. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, th- that's good. Because you know, some of us at I, some I mean, point r- we're, we're around the head. I'm kind of like a mullet. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot in the, in the backside that needs to be covered. That's, well, that's the... <laughs> right. That's right. Keep it. Keep them up. Keep them yep. up, Bryson. Yep. Keep them up. If I had a dollar, maybe. But could you imagine that? Suspenders point. and cargo shorts. <laughs> I would be a freaking fashion plate. That's. You need those. I mean, that's got that's got Ray Daniels written all over. <laughs> you need those old uh work from Oric rainbow suspenders for your cargo <laughs> shorts for all your events going forward. I'm sure all that right. there's got to be some, you know, Brooks, uh, Brooks Brothers knockoff or something where there are braces or suspenders that have like cocktail glasses on them. But wait, oh something so, just so, to sort of. So yeah. I know I know the difference between braces and suspenders. Suspenders hold socks and braces hold pants. That being said, in my head braces are the button type and suspenders are the clip type correct and when you said braces i immediately envisioned lou in like you know bespoke like a retainer buttons, button braces on cargo shorts and i was like now it's now it's even better now we got to really see this through yeah and there's really only one button on the cargo shorts so i'd be having the straps crossed in front of me <laughs> oh, <and> <laughs> Buttoned on to the some, fly button. Some to the pockets. Str- so some to the pockets. <laughs> Lou Bryson. I just want it. I just want it to be noted. Lou Bryson just admitted to wearing button fly cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, whatever's cheap yeah. on Amazon, baby. There you go. There you go. I don't All know right, why so these we should, weren't a better seller. Wait, Hang on. We're going to talk about beer one in just a minute. But oh, I just okay. there there is because then we can talk about pocket whiskey selection. But there is a point in the evening just to sort of set the scene. Before we do beer one, there is a point in the evening where you're out with Mr. Bryson and you're drinking and you're drinking all manners of things because you're out. Not since he moved to state college. That's what people do. But in D.C. and other places where I've been with Lou in the past. And then there's this mischievous gleam that shows up in the eye. And Lou says, you want something to drink? (laughs) And and the cool thing, this is the good thing about drinking whiskey. I can say that, and there's no cool around. There's no box. Mm-hmm. There's no fridge. It's just me and my cargo shorts with, right. some, with some suspicious bulges. With some, with some weird clinky, clinky tins. Yeah, well, it does clink occasionally. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Two, two hip flash. Have you ever been a two hip flash guy? Hello. Oh, Hello? who said that? I hear somebody. That sounds like, like Hall from Beyond the Grave. Like we're at Kmart. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Hall, it's you. Augie, you Fix there? it, Hall. Augie, I'm going to do the beer. Can you not hear me? <clears throat> no, we got you. I think I don't hear John. I think John is the issue. All right. So, John, figure it out while I introduce beer one. <laughs> what brings us together on Steal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it's doing, not what we would hope it would do, what it, you know, what it tastes like, not what we were told it would taste like, and how how we would drink it, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate that, we drink blind out of black glasses. Lou, do you have the beer? I do. I have okay, two beers, good. right? Nice. We're drinking beer. It should be marked number three, and it's okay. a 12-ounce can. So pour that into a glass. If it's a dark glass, good. And if you haven't tasted it, taste it. I have been drinking it. And what's killing me here is I need Hall's mic to work. I'm back. Oh, hey, good. hey, John. I All wanted right. you to go first because 
last time so what i think i know about this beer oh last time you knocked me the fuck out with it and now Ooh. i think i've learned from that experience so before okay. i say it i want to see if you say it okay um i full disclosure as much as with the last episode uh my can came only partially wrapped uh, so i Kennedy. know what this is this right, is so i don't mind secure I will so let, say, me, let I, me go first yeah just because so last time I tasted, I think it was with Chief, but the last time I tasted what I thought was extract brewing, mm-hmm. like that kind of malt syrup sweetness. Yeah. You said, I think it's not alcoholic. And you were right. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm so, saying. So this tastes to me like it's like light syrup extract brew, which I think means it's a non-alcoholic beer. And I'm wondering if if one, if I'm right, which no one tell me yet, because we do have to talk about the taste. But if I'm right, Kennedy, were you going deep into the, the Lou catalog of, of session beers and trying to N.A. him or were you being sneaky? Tell me after we talk about it. Nah! <clears throat> that being said, it's uh, it's a little too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish it was more hoppy. I've been drinking a lot of I told you in the last episode, I just visited Chief again like two weeks ago and I brought home a case of his current and a fuckery, which is mosaic hopped. And there's no doubt in my head. Chief is the future of NA brewing. Um, yeah. Compared to that, I don't like this and I don't like this for the reasons I think I don't like any beer yes. since they, since they stopped light striking Beck's light or Beck's zero. <laughs> and now it just, now it just all tastes kind of, nondescript saccharine and not really beer like this tastes like that to me uh so yeah. if it's a if it's an eight percent milk stout i'm sorry but it's got like that slickness to it like it's like yeah it's got like it's been enzyme brewed enzyme brewed. yeah um you know what i mean when people try to take so so lou john you can't really talk because you know so let me and lou do it but um Lou, you know what I mean when they try to take gluten out of beer with the enzyme yes. and somehow it ends up slick like this? Does that make yes. sense? Yes, it does. Okay. that That's what I'm getting on it, yeah. is yeah, that I kind mean, of slick sweetness. I'm still to tasting honest, it, I, by the way. This, but this yeah. smelled like NA. Yeah. Now, what, and, tell me that, because I'm, I'm just learning this. John knew. Last time John John put it to his nose, he's like, oh, it's an NA beer. And I was there, like, it just tastes like extract beer to me. Yeah, it's wordy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. it. It just it smells like wart during the brew day. And yeah. for me, there is well, it smells especially like to me, it smells especially like a home brewer making wort. So extract. Yeah, I guess that's what yeah. I mean. So 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 to me, when you guys say that, so to You're me, talking the about brew like, day like can, like can malt syrup. Yep. But to me, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But the brew day to me always smells like breakfast cereal, like porridge. You know what I mean? Like like and depending on how sugary the room is, I just kind of know if we're what type of beer we're doing. But it always smells like like I, grape nuts to me. Yeah, and I, this doesn't. This smells like a can of syrup to me. I, I think it's the difference in production breweries. I think it's the difference of what you're making. But by and large, for for me, the the smell of unfermented wort, obviously, um, from NA beers usually smells like smaller scale brew days. So. Yeah, if you're working on your big 20 barrel system, then that's going to be the difference between, you know, somebody's five, you know, five gallon batch. And and I don't disagree with you on on the extract or the homebrew thing. And there's always this for a lot of them anyway. um, And I've said this before, but that train rubber, that train brake rubber um aroma that i get just like whiffs of in the in, in the background that is uh, there's a uh, there's a writer of new jersey transit <laughs> wow wow right. a writer and a rider yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah you should see um, john's rider it's like 20 pages long <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you just need to start acting on it now that you've read it so. <laughs> i didn't read well, it did I just admit he, re- he read it yeah, yeah, i did exactly. not say that i said no i, I think that could probably be taken yeah, thank yep. you yep. 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 I and love having Bryson around because he holds so, people. So he lies this thing here. I said you should see it. Anyway, go on, Luke. Does this have the right mouthfeel? This no. tastes very thin to me. That's the agreed. That's yeah. the kicker there. All right. So here's my problem. I just one. I've often <laughs> said, I've often said that, you know, I and I guess this is the kind of thing a drunk says, but it's <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not always looking to get wasted i'm more often looking to taste and the problem is the more enthusiastically i taste the more i drink 
sure. and I end up wasted. <laughs> but when I come across things like Chiefs NA, which tastes like beer to me, I'm happy to drink 12 of those and not drink beer. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. not like the gateway drug. I'm like, this is lovely and I'll drink this. And I really do see the future of part of the market being really good, tasty NA beers, which is why I'm trying to develop one um, with edible weed. As edible weed becomes more and more available and people oh. are enjoying their like two and a half milligrams of weed buzz and don't want to fuck with that buzz. Yeah, I see. Or you're just drinking really pocket good, whiskey or you're just <laughs> sipping on pocket whiskey and not getting in trouble. But you know what I mean? I, I really see a, a market for. You know, hopefully the beer chief makes and hopefully the beer I make with chief or make on my own. That is, you know, I feel like a boat beer, but I don't want to fuck with my buzz of, you know, whatever edible weed is now legal in Jersey when they get that right. And you're just like, give me the N.A. version. That being said, this does not satisfy any of those for me. Right. It's it's not beery. You know what I mean? And it's it's not a fun soda. Like, I'd much rather have a. I don't know, some weird fixie bike soda from Justin's part of the world with way too much sugar in it. Um, Yeah, and that's sort of the... Yeah, when we've had Chief's version of it or we've had a few of the other versions of it and it can slip into hey, this is this is a decent beer or this... like Where you don't have to immediately be stopped by that wart-esque aroma and flavor and you can just stay in the moment. That's that's the mark of a successful NA for me. So, um, you know, when when Hole in the Boat comes out, I'm I'm super excited. If you can, <laughs> yeah, it's a good name for it. I've been calling it Bike, but maybe I'll call it Hole in the Boat. Um, I, like, I like Hole in the Boat. Yeah, that's a good name. Oh come on, Kennedy! I just what? tried to open beer four because I'm definitely done with beer two, and the pull tab went all the way up, and the thing didn't move out of the oh, way. I hate the that. Slightest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how you're that's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Kennedy, there's no way this Kennedy is not a had two jobs, law. which was to successfully wrap and then successfully ship, which he did both for beer number four. Not to well, uh, is your beer number four obscured obscured, John? Yes, for this the, one was a, fine. Oh, do you guys want to know what beer number three is? Oh, sure. I kind of yeah. don't. I okay. kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know anything about it's, it. It's from yeah, mo- I've moved on in case oh. it's it's not from Brooklyn. It's it's a Brooklyn brewery in a oh Brooklyn brewery. I got you. Yeah. All right. So probably not from Brooklyn. Probably yeah, from Japan, not right? Brooklyn. Yeah. Utica. What is it? New York. What is, so I actually dumped it in the foil. I got it's called a. Uh, it's called special delicious. effects. It's a hoppy amber alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So so this is the this is the Jurassic Park one of beers. Well, hoppy so amber. What, yeah. This isn't fucking hoppy at all. What's interesting about this was when special effects first came out, maybe three four years ago. I wrote about it uh, as during an NA story and. All I it, it tasted like oxidized cider to me oh. the first time around. So this is actually an improvement <laughs> on those. Those are, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I no. think that these things are continu- going to continuously get better. But that that first version was, you know, it it tasted See, more like know, cider. I think when I hear oxidized cider in a beer context, I think oh, gluten free. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, which maybe what I was touching on when I said it tastes like somebody used the enzyme. Right, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I like to learn about my own palate. Anyway, Sorry, I, I went ahead and poured number four. I'm sniffing it. Yeah, me room. too. Me too. Do yours open though? Good for you. I had to pull out a tool. Um, <laughs> no, it opened right up. Nice, nice. I'm glad they take care of you. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right. So what, so, what were we say? We we're talking about Lou's pocket whiskey. So right now, Lou, who has a never-ending collection of whiskey and every now and then just throws onto his Facebook page, if you can come pick up your whiskey, you can have it. <laughs> what what's the one what's the one you're pouring into your your hip flask these days or your left hip flask? I imagine you're a two flask guy. I'm actually a four flask guy, but um <laughs> Heads, uh, the pockets. It all no, came together. That's, it it gets better than that. It's not just flasks. Wait, what? What? Huh? When you were pouring stuff, it wasn't just coming from flasks. Really? Did I have other things? Yeah. Hell, I don't remember. Were you pouring out of a cane? 
Were you pouring out of a cane? That's <laughs> no. my favorite. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm drinking. getting maybe I'm getting my whiskey terminology wrong. You do travel with flasks, and I think of those right. as items that you fill yourself. But yes. you were also pulling out mini bottles. Oh, true. Yeah, like like lab samples. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. so so Alex Kid has a name for those, right? What are the name for those little fucking things people ship? One ounce of whiskey around the the country. Oh, perfume in. bottles, rounders. No, but there's the rounders. rounders. That's what they call them. Rounders. rounders. Good job, Cass. Wow. That's what they call them. They they break shit down. Even stouts, Lou. They'll be like, I got this stout. You're never gonna taste. I've got twelve rounders. Who wants one for sixty oh bucks? Oh my god. And oh they mail and they mail decanted beer. Oh my god. In these little fight. How big is a rounder there, Cass Diddy? I've never seen one. Uh it's like a half wrong. a shot. I feel like it's like a half a shot or something. Oh it's God. not maybe one ounce, two ounces. Oh. Is this is no, this exactly you know why you stopped writing you know about fair Lou? Is hearing is somebody exactly... be more exasperated oh than I am? Oh <laughs> this my is exactly God. why you stopped writing about fear, Lou? Yeah, that's some of it. Yeah, it really is. Did I disappoint you with my answer? No, you nailed it. Did I it's disappoint just, you? It's, you just broke Lou's heart because yeah. the end of civilization. Was he? He was hoping they were called something else. No, oh. I, I was hoping it wasn't really happening that people were mailing small amounts of beer around. I mean, I do it to, to share bourbons with my friends. Oh, whiskeys. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but you can pour a whiskey, Cass. Yes. You can't pour a beer. Oh, yeah. No. Not what, in keeping. What, what moron yeah. sending beer in those? People. I don't know. People morons. They're not doing right a carton. Cass, Cass, this is how you get into a beef with Alex Kidd. <laughs> it's one of my favorite favorite people to follow on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but but now you've made an enemy out of him. I'm All right, sure so anyway, let's I get. Am. Can we please? I've asked one question yeah. in half an hour, and I still don't have the fucking answer. This is and this well, is and, and I have to say, <laughs> this is the exact way that conversation and time begins to move. Once Lou Bryson opens his pockets and reveals the whiskey. And it's only been done metaphorically at this point. Because you ask you ask a question and then all of a sudden minutes have passed and now there's more bottles. <laughs> and then somebody says something and then you laugh four minutes later when you finally get the joke. <laughs> but it's mostly not because you're slow, but because your brain has been now slow. moving at at yeah. At, yeah, at, I, at a quarter I, I have speed. to be honest. I was so amused when Crouch cursed me the next day. It oh, was... Andy. <laughs> All right. So oh. so here's the thing. So tell we me were... what the whiskey is. We were before you talk, call. honestly. Yeah, it's it's the whiskey that's nearest to hand. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's don't fair. have a standard. I just like, oh, this one's close. Yeah, let's do it's that. not oh, a curated whiskey. tequila. Look, I'll do that. What do we think of smoke wagon private barrel? I have actually good? not had any smoke wagon. I just got a bottle of that. Yeah, somebody it's just, it's a very hot thing, one. and everybody's very excited about it. And I'll be honest with you, I look at it and I see another selection from MGP in Indiana, which is no problem. I have a I have a great respect for them; they make great whiskey. And I see two guys sitting by a pool in Las Vegas, and I'm like, eh, exactly. Why do I want this? Oh, are they the the owners of the brand? Yeah, yeah. yeah somebody I mean, just the dropped this made off. somebody just no dropped offense. this off in of my Indiana. house. Yeah. Somebody just gave me this the other night. HB Liquors, aged five years, 61 and a quarter percent, WC5, 6012. This is what I will be drinking by the fire later tonight. And, and you know what? To be honest, I'm sure it will be good because it, it comes from MGP. I've never had a bad whiskey from MGP. But okay. the idea that these guys <laughs> are picking out a particular one and then a store is picking out a particular one of those, and that's somehow worth more i, I don't know i, got I it. think that's yeah but Augie, um, Augie, how big is this bottle i don't know, I don't know. will it fit into one of the pockets of would your it be velour sweatpants <laughs> i i've not, carried 750s in my cargo shorts right. i absolutely but have this is no so this i'm wearing fioris right now so they're not velour but they are sweatpants and i will check hold on stretch Stretch hold on hold on i'll show you i'll show you put it in the waistband picture right now all right that's um unsavory. i'm scared I'm so scared. so we're on, in dc Lou Bryson gets COVID wait, i'm in turning Indiana. on my video real quick so forgive the sound but there you go there it is oh, yeah there it is yeah augie well, carton pocket whiskey lou does it better <laughs> lou clearly does it better 
I don't so, know, man. You know, you got a 750 in your pocket. You're walking large. <laughs> so there's um, some beer judging happening in DC, and yeah. Lou was able to be a judge and come down because and I got COVID. We were hanging out in a uh, in, in in a comfort inn, yep. in Pentagon City. Yeah, which is about as grim as it sounds. Um, and... Unless you're writing a a hard boiled detective novel, and that's definitely how it starts. Oh, oh I don't know. Yeah, it's where the know. murder happens. That place was not. Yeah, yeah. No, that was. Oh. Yeah. So there's a 750 of whiskey between the two of us for sitting in a comfort inn in Pentagon City, and in she walks. So, so I I hadn't been to the hotel yet to check in, but Andy had been there, and Lou had been there, and a few other people, and we're we're at Blue Jacket in dc and we're having some beers and we're having a good time sure and were. anybody who knows me knows that i enjoy the final drink like at in the hotel like at the hotel bar or the hotel lobby or something if like there's especially no bar. if it's a decent margarita sure and so i kept saying well we'll just go back and we'll have you know we'll have some drinks in the, in, in the lobby because it's comfort <laughs> in and there's no and andy is getting more and more bemused by this because he's like you haven't been to the hotel yet i said no uh, he's like, uh... he's like this is not this is not what you want to be doing. And then he stopped himself and was like, you yeah. know what? I think that's a great idea. And then he ah! remembered he's Andy Crouch. And, right. and there was much. So he was just in, he was just in it for it. So we come walking in <laughs> yeah. and the tiles are cracked and the furniture is for Micah. And, you know, there's a, a, a TV that shows on the other hand, the guy was like, not there trying to sell you a used laptop, which is what Gretchen and I encountered in the afternoon. Oh, Wait, my you... Gretchen. Wait, oh, my yeah. Gretchen. Oh, awesome. yes. Gretchen, yeah, yeah. Gretchen. Yeah. New Jersey's no, my Gretchen. Yeah. My so Gretchen. we're we're hanging out there with, and it was me and Gretchen and a friend of hers that lives down there. They had been spending the day together and somebody, one of us, I think Gretchen happened to mention that she had a really heavy laptop. And this guy just like suddenly shows up. He'd been standing over by the door. I didn't barely notice it. He just comes and says, you guys need a laptop? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh Fresh, freshly liberated oh. from room 129. That is the, come on. That is my kind of hotel. You need a tow? I'll get you a tow. <laughs> that is fucking divine. So we get back. So we get back to the hotel and. We had some beers. I, Greg Engert gave us some beers to go back with after we left. Blue You're just jacket. name we're, dropping left and right here. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it all builds this to this. Is, this you know, is, to, I feel like I'm with an Instagram influencer tonight. So I'm, and we're out, si- I'm out with Kanye and Drake. Anyway, go on. So we're so we're sitting there and uh, we're having, you know, our, our rapidly warming beers in this yeah. uh, in this <laughs> the lobby of the Comfort Inn, Pentagon City. <laughs> and Lou goes, uh, anybody want some whiskey? And then all of a sudden, little bottles start hitting the table and start uh-huh. getting poured into the flimsy plastic cups that we're pulling next to the water cooler. Yes. Uh, yes. That has not had fresh water in it for at least since the first Obama administration. That's amazing. And, and they, were, uh, you know, they were those like uh, those are like really flimsy ass plastic cups. Oh, you get yeah. No, I often worry that a good whiskey will eat through Melt them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Andy is hitting them hard. Uh, I'm I'm pacing myself. No, he looked like a man that had never seen whiskey before. <laughs> and, and he does passionately drink the spirits. And he does passionately drink the spirits. I know that about him. Yeah, a couple yeah. times I've been out with him and they come out. And especially, and he's a subscriber to the cocktail culture as well. Like uh-huh. a well-made cocktail gets him a bit randy. Yeah, we didn't uh, do any of that. Yes, maybe. But good. then immediately shuts him down. <laughs> and so, well, he's, he's a now tiny little off. human. He's yeah. a tiny little off. human. Yeah. Uh, and then then that's a, about the point when John Kleinchester turns to me and goes, so does this happen often? Every night. <laughs> and I Every was night. like, anytime that you're around Lou Bryson and Lou Bryson's pocket whiskey. And so anyway, um, the night ends at some point. And the next morning I get up and I said to myself, all right, like we got to get to judging in a, in a few minutes. Like we got to leave, you know, the hotel by, you know, nine to get there. I said, like, just judging by when I woke up, I was like, it's gotta be like five 30 now. So I can go back and get some, get some more sleep. <laughs> I pull over my phone and it's eight 30. Oh, like, Holy shit. Lou Bryson's pocket whiskey strikes again. <laughs> and somehow we all made it through the judging. Barely. Now, Lou, do you remember any of what you were drinking that night with these guys? Or is it just a haze of, of, um, randomly pulled sure pretty sure we had some bookers i thought i took some bookers along yeah 
Um, there was an Irish. The hell was that? Um, there, there was an Irish. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Lou, do you, do you ever drink cognac? I do. Brandies. I do. I wish I Am knew I, more about it. Is it crazy that so the trend I see in whiskeys, and I know there's very good bourbons out there. I'm not being mean to bourbon, mm -hmm. but the trend I see amongst people that get super excited about bourbons with the small exception of the friend who dropped this bottle off is they really just see it's like beer. They just seem to like sugar more than I do. Um, and if I wanted a sweet brown liquor, I always start with cognac. Like I'm not against a sweet brown liquor. I just think cognac does it better than malt driven spirits how do, you, how do you feel about rum i mean if you want sugar jesus man no no but i don't <laughs> want sugar i want sweet oh, spirit okay. you know what okay. i mean like like if i if i'm in the mood for sweetness in my brown liquor because i'm a gin drinker i guess i should start there but if i'm if i'm like yeah it's after dinner let's have a spirit i lean into cognacs and that's what i put in my flask although at this point I think bourbons went from drier than cognac to sweeter than cognac in the last decade. Am I nuts on that? Um, I think the, the sweeter bourbons have probably become more popular. I mean, there are always um, uh, ones that we called leaner or leathery um, right. bourbons, and they do not seem to be the ones that are the fans of the fanboys. Right. The fanboys like sugar, right? It's just like stouts. Actually, you know what the fanboys really like is alcohol. Yeah, well, who doesn't like alcohol? Well, I mean, no, seriously, they're the ones that are the, the hottest thing right now, other than store picks, is cask strength. They're all just like, yeah, I don't want that 80 proof shit. I don't want that 90 proof shit. 100 proof, maybe. Get me the give me the cask strength. Yeah, I had a I had a 156 proof whiskey Wednesday night, and that was the nail in the coffin. It Did was you the enjoy fifth it? of the tasting. <laughs> so so what's funny is my friend who is the whiskey guy, the guy who gave me this one. Uh -huh. appreciates my ability to nail proof blind wow so he gives it to me he says what do you think and it's it's not like beer where i can get within a percent but you know i can give a band i'm like this one tastes sure. lower i'm gonna say like 75 or this one tastes hotter let's say 90 he gave me that one and all i remember about it was it it did it was i was nowhere near on it right i was like it's hot like 110 and he's like it's 153 and that impressed me. Do you know what I mean? Like the fact that sure. it didn't light my face on fire was what impressed me. But I don't remember any other. But again, fifth in a night behind a couple bottles of wine and a oh, whole yeah. bunch of beers. So yeah. I wasn't I wasn't being very critical at the time. No, you were primed for it. That was yeah. a good time to give you that one. Hey, speaking yeah. of critical. Oh, beer, too. All right, I I don't I here's the thing. I like beer two a lot, but I'm afraid yeah. I like beer two a lot because of how much I hated beer one. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm being, I'm keeping a leg out here, but it tastes like a really nice, well constructed pilsner. Yeah, I'm liking drinking it. I'm liking talking to Lou while I drink it. I think it's got dignity. It doesn't stick out much for me outside that, except that it is making the flavor of beer one go away, and I like that. I got a strong whiff of sulfur off it when I first opened it. Yeah. Did you? yeah. I, the problem was I started drinking before like, I even smelled Like European it. lager sulfur. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, is there a German equivalent of the Burton Snatch? I don't know. <laughs> um, you think it's German? No, it's, I'm just saying that because it's I some think kind it's of a European. lager. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the hops that I'm getting off of this are just that, you know, those old school noble varieties of. Yeah, a little spicy, little, little herbal. Pat, Pat yeah. maybe, maybe thoughts. I just, I love a well-made lager with Tet, and this one just is is sitting right where I wanted to sit. It's funny you guys are saying sulfur. I've been drinking it way too long to go back in time to a. Oh yeah, palette, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no, no, no. no but no. it's that it's that first initial like before yep. it goes out of the glass, and it's, yeah, it yeah. lasted yeah. about lasted about fifteen seconds. Yeah, and then it was gone. I can't. But get yeah, it so so let's let's get back to it because we are running out of time. So I don't want to waste time on a beer, but I will say I really <laughs> like it. I'm very glad it's the fourth beer of the day because it's a Sunday afternoon and it's hot out. And I'm just going to keep sipping this till till we finish recording until I go, you know, that sounds start good. the next phase of my day. And that's the sentence like this is a great. I hated the last beer. I liked the beer. So mad at one. that last beer. Well, it's it's funny that, that we're even calling it a beer, but it's not a good beer. No. Like there's better, um, like, like athletic is a better NA than that. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't disagree, but it's, yeah. 
Um, I wanted to ask Lou. Oh, what is this? Oh, wait, we got to reveal the beer. Oh, you should write a sentence and so should Lou. You can't oh, steal my sentence. This is, this is what I would uh, have next to me at the next budget motel Lou Bryson pocket whiskey exchange. Perfect, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the biggest compliment I can give any beer, but it's, it's perfectly fitting this conversation, right? That's yeah. what this type of beer is supposed to be good for. Oh, and yeah. I've really been liking sipping it while we talk. I would, I would want, yeah. I would much rather have this beer in a mug than in the pint glass. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, this is mug worthy. Yeah. All right. So what is it, Kennedy? Or uh, this, is from, this is from KCBC, Kings County Brewers Collective. It is not the, Europe. Not Europe. It's called Blorkvar. It's their Czech Pilsner. It's Czech South Pilsner. So another Brooklyn beer. Another Brooklyn yeah. beer. But um, actually from Brooklyn. Yeah. And with alcohol. Yeah. And, uh, and with tasty or malted bohemian pilsner malt classic czech lager yeast uh czech grown saws and cosbeck hops cosbeck i don't know i don't either i'll look that one up yeah that's a cool. it's a fucking taste of beer. good job kcbc yeah those are Maybe. those are neighbors of ours i think i like those guys thank you yeah. guys tony is on the show yeah yeah I so like this earlier uh i used the word flask and then we all sort of conjured up different things, but I was thinking of, you know, like little bottles uh, that, that, that Lou brings, but I've been out with Mr. Bryson before where he has had a proper flask, you know, proper hip flask, like where you can fill up, you know, whiskeys of your choice. And we have had, I've been, you know, we've had this, this conversation before, but I think for the benefit of the thieves um, as somebody Lou who travels with whiskey quite a bit and who is exhausted all of the various uh, forms of flasks that are out there. What in your mind makes for a good, proper drinking flask that you can fill with the spirit of your choice? Well, the, um, the thing that I have a problem with is that um, almost every steel flask, you cannot, uh, you cannot keep the, the beer in there or the whiskey in there for um, longer than about, three days because the steel on steel seam oxidizes it it starts to it starts to leach the um finish of the uh um of the of the steel into the whiskey and the whiskey turns black um just put it in a little bit longer and it starts the the taste starts to go so my ideal flask which unfortunately is too damn big that's the problem i have with it there's a, a flask called the vargo flask it's titanium flask Ooh. Uh, it has an integrated silicone funnel on the top that flips up and then flips out of the way when you're done filling. Huh. The problem is, one, again, like I said, it's eight ounces, which is too big. And it's oh, 75 bucks. <laughs> I was going to say, Augie is ordering three right now. Yeah. I've literally just bought them all. Well, no, the thing is, I mean, I like to drink more than one whiskey. If I'm only going to have one whiskey, yeah, eight ounces, that's fine. But... Um, <laughs> I just think that, you know, I like to have all those four different ones. I like to have choices. I like to share. God, but, well, Augie, but your that's my perfect came to life in that description. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear you getting excited and your eyes were just going wide like the like the well, kid I'll, in the. I'll tell you, I've had whiskey in there for four months and it looks and tastes and smells exactly the same as when it went in. So what's funny is when you were talking about the black whiskey, Although it made sense to me, I've never experienced it because I've never taken a flask out of the house and come back with booze in that flask. <laughs> well, see, this is some of the problem that happens when you're just dropping one. the kids off at school. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. No, so there was a phase, Lou. I hope you'll address. But there was a phase where, you know, so I often talk about like, I'm sure you know, but there's the, there's the trend in in craft beer where the big beer guys like, show up and open a check and buy a thousand beers so that the, the account gets paid and you've earned your tap space and everybody's <laughs> had a free beer and every time somebody pitches to me that that's a thing carton should be doing i'm like look man i when i go to a wedding i ask for whatever the local beer is and they say no and then i desperately hope for something like a sierra pale and they say no and then i end up uh. drinking fucking amstel and i drink a dozen fucking amstels and you know what <laughs> never happens the next morning is i buy an Amstel because free beer because <laughs> free beer has never changed anybody's opinion of beer. 
And that's just, that's my joke. But I went through a phase for like six years of my life where I was so sick of weddings and events like that with shitty that I would yeah. just bring a flask of Irish to fix the coffee at the end of dinner with. Yep. And Eddie, you know, you're always at a table of eight for that. So an eight ounce flask is the right amount of booze Ooh, for that yeah. situation. Well, I don't know. I feel like anybody want me to touch their coffee There's going to be three people that get left out. No, (laughs) no. no. I will. To any table I'd be at would have four other flasks. John Hall. Oh, fair enough. Come on. Come on. But uh, but yeah, it became a thing. We all did that. And that that same phase was what I brought back putting five dollars in a birthday card. I was, I was like, do you remember getting a $5 bill and a birthday card for your grandmother? I missed that. So now anytime I give a birthday card, there's five bucks in it. Anytime I go to a wedding, there's a flask of Irish in my pocket to fix the coffee. Tremendous. I don't call that set in your ways. I call that life lessons. <laughs> That's me. Anyway. Yeah. So, I Augie, when you want to pay it. me for that column and all about beer, uh, you yeah. can add that in there. That's the, that's the thing. I'm telling you, anybody ask, I've got advice for everybody, John. I'll send you um, a card with five bucks in it. How's that? Right. Dude, I'm telling you, do it and do it to like do it to like your richest friend. It confuses the fuck out of them. And then just be just be like, but seriously, you weren't happy when you found a five dollar bill in that card? And happy like, birthday, well, baby. Of course I was. Five dollar bills should be in every birthday card ever. Um all right, we should wrap this up. Lou, it's been good, man. I always love hanging out with you. I'm do, sorry. Do I we have, do we have a letter? Vice versa. Kennedy never has two letters on the. I don't have a letter. letter. Sorry, guys. Nailed it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just anyway, accidentally Lou... took a sip of that NA. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. I dumped it. I dumped it in the <sighs> foil. I didn't even unpeel it. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, sorry, Garrett. We love you. Yeah. No, no good. There's working. no way Garrett's involved in this, right? Garrett's no, not he's, there. He's, he's intimately Garrett's involved. Garrett's their brewmaster of NA. He, he is. He. I was talking with him at the craft brewers conference where I caught COVID. Um, <laughs> well, not uh, you. Where I had Garrett him... caught COVID where every brewer right. I know. Caught Everybody COVID. caught COVID. Yeah. It was the, yeah. COVID bro. To be COVID. fair, I should say this. I don't know that he did. That was a joke, but yeah, everybody I know that went that I've caught, caught COVID. Got it. Yeah. Um, except for Cass. Cass is still. Are you kidding? Cass is patient zero. Cass. Tell you, you have bat. to lick every doorknob you see. Cass <laughs> is that bat. Cass has been living that 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 life philosophy <laughs> since 2005. Um, no, he 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 was on an NA panel that I moderated, and he is thinking a lot about it these days. He's wow. uh, uh, guiding that program, and you know, I I mean, a lot of this was about process and not necessarily taste. And I think that there's a lot of brewers that are not thinking about the process and the taste at the same time, and so. Um, I think it's good that they're at least trying, but what's, it's, what's funny about what you're saying is the best part of talking to chief was I was overthinking process. I'm like, well, here's what I think I should do, chief. I want to do this. And then I want to do this. And he's like, here, taste this. I was like, that's amazing. How'd you do it? He's like, this is how I did it. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I've been way overdoing it. Fuck. Okay. And the good news is chief's way is better. So okay. I'm going with chief's way. I, I like what chief is doing. Well, it's fucking tasty beer. Yeah. Why is it so proprietary, though? I don't know that it's proprietary, but it's also not mine to give away. If it was my I was going to say, this is not the place to start. Yeah. Yet. If it yeah. was my system. But everyone seems so secretive about how it's good. Well, alcohol, no, no. Here's the thing. No, I think that's that shitty thing Athletic does. And I don't think there's beers as good as the myth they built on it. But remember when they asked to come on our show and you let somebody that asked to come on our show, come on our show. I was like, all right, so what are you doing? He's like, I can't tell. You. I was like, then why the fuck did you come on the show? <laughs> that's that's what set up this condition where I just don't know. It's not mine to give away. You oh, know, I understand that. I understand I'll, I'll, that. I'll, I'll give you the exact recipe for boat beer. You can't cook it because you're not me. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's it's but I don't know that it's mine to give away. I just know what he's up to. I will tell you that in my head, honestly, I was so lost in process that I was of the opinion that the move was to build like a proper like if I wanted to make my O-dub non-alcoholic, I was thinking I should brew it all the way down. Are you going to call it no dub? <laughs> funny Ooh, uh no nice. no but um but it was to to take it to actually vacuum distill it down to four rehop it and then ro it down to zero wow and this was my way of protecting you know moving the dry hop protecting everything getting 
some alcohol solution and then kind of try being willing to give some up and then giving it another dry hop once it was to zero, but under a warmer temperature around 180 Fahrenheit. This is all the shit I was trying to do process wise to keep all the things I think happen in brewing intact. And Chief was like, or, and I was like, motherfucker, this beer is perfect. <laughs> Oh, so that's is why it, Chief's wait, that's why Chief's it, Chief and Augie's Augie. Is it 0.0 dub? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that you need to make double IPAs alcohol free. I think you need to make that's pretty the beauty of it. Beers that's the beauty free. of it. It's no, a- I think that's a mistake. So now you're walking me down a road where like you're building me up for all my favorite arguments. The reason ah! the reason boat is better than everybody else's fucking session beer is because I wasn't starting with my 6% recipe and trying to get down to four. Right. I was starting with no recipe and trying to build up to the flavors I wanted at four. That's the way to right? do it. And that's that's what I think people need to do here. We know the flavor. I'm telling you, Chief's beer I'm drinking right now is just Mosaic Hops. And as much as I know you hate Mosaic, John, I don't. But I love it in this. I think the place Mosaic belongs is it kind of does this universal IPA thing now on this NA beer and it's kind of changed my thinking on it because it's so simple and it just tastes good and like, and I, you know, like I like beer to taste without being a fake IPA. And I think that's the mistakes people are making. They're trying to fake a flavor instead of just building one the right way. I, listen, when you put out faux dub, I am going to be, fuck you. Oh, I hate this. Man, he's just it's rolling hard. them. I love he, he always does this and puns are cheap. Puns aren't hard <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Lou Bryson, I love you, and I'm glad you're here, and I wish you gave John Hall a little more shit because he's clearly feeling Randy over there. Um, <laughs> Bryson and I go way back, man. Come yeah, on, and that's what is... I like. Writers that go way back with you are so mean to you. They're my favorite people. Anyway. <laughs> Lou, thanks it's, for it's... opening your pockets. Thanks no, for opening always, your heart. Always. That's right. All no, right, so... Uh, paying it forward, baby. That's right. Thanks, babe. So anyway, Cass, it's time for you to talk since Kennedy couldn't produce a letter. Ah, uh, yes. Write us a letter. Uh, steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. It could be about whatever the hell you want to send us to. It doesn't even have to be about beer. We will answer it. Uh, see what we're drinking on Untapped. Steal this beer. Follow us on every Fache Libro Twitter and Instagram at Steal This Beer. And Patreons, thank you guys so much for donating all those dollars. If you would like to donate to us, keep us going. Get loose some um, non-alcoholic beers and cargo or shorts. Or another titanium flask. Or yeah. another titanium flask. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Patreon.com slash steal this beer. We're not buying <laughs> price in a titanium flask. We already bought me one. A pair of shorts, though, at least. Yeah. A pair of shorts would be good. At if least you'd the- like to see a steal this beer logoed, titanium flask in our web shop where we still have fifth anniversary bullshit sitting around uh please let us write know. us write I, us I, a letter know, about it now i'm thinking i i definitely want to start a either a patreon or, or a gofundme so i could afford to write for all about beer that'd be you good know. that'd be <laughs> good yeah. I'd, th- I'd throw you some shekels cool anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all get at us thank you cheers cheers